What is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And by we, I mean me. And by back, I mean barely alive. Uh, As if you can't tell already, I am beyond sick. I've been knocked out with the flu all week. But this is too big of a card to take the week off, so we had to come back, put something together, get some picks for you, and knock out UFC 244. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stay Classy Meats. Go to stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code FIST. Get 10% off your entire order. Oh, I'm gonna. Sorry, guys. It's just <laughs> we're, we're going to work our way through this. Uh, use promo code FIST. Get 10% off your entire order. Order also brought to you by Saving Grace CBD. Go to SavingGraceCBD.com. Use promo code CASH20. Get 20% off your entire order. That's CASH20. It's SavingGraceCBD.com. And last but not least, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Referred app. Download the Referred app today on the Android or Apple Marketplace. All those pesky promo codes and coupons that you always get in your email for Uber and everything else. Go ahead and throw them on there, make some money while helping save money for people that are looking uh, to utilize those codes that you've got just sitting around. So, you know, help uh, people helping people. Bridge that gap. Download the Referred app on the Apple and Android Marketplace. It's available today. Check it out. All right, let's jump right into it. UFC 244, Masvidal versus Diaz for the BMF title. Uh, you already know my thoughts on that, but... Let's get into this card, man, because Gregor Gillespie's fighting and he's taking on Kevin Lee. Gregor sitting at 13 and 0, Kevin Lee 17 and 5. I absolutely love Gregor at this fight, and he's at a minus 160 still, uh, which is a massive play on my part. I'm going huge on Gregor to win this fight. I think he's going to absolutely murder Kevin Lee. Um, I really don't see an area where Kevin can beat him. I don't think Kevin's wrestling. Is as good. We know his cardio sucks, I guess. Power-wise, maybe he's got more power than Gregor. Um, hopefully Gregor doesn't want to go out there and throw hands with him. Uh, you know, if you look at the Vince Pichel fight, Gregor got a little, um, you know, heavy with the hands on what, what he was wanting to do. It wasn't the prettiest fight in the world. Um, but, you know, I, I imagine Gregor by complete utter destruction. Uh, I see... This fight shaking out very much the way the Khabib Abel Trujillo fight shook out. Uh, I don't. I just don't think Kevin Lee's going to be able to get him off of him, and I anticipate Gregor setting uh, at least coming close to a, a takedown record in a fight. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> heavyweight title or not heavyweight title? <clears throat> sorry, heavyweight fight next. Blagoy Ivanov taking on Derek Lewis. <clears throat> Ivanov sitting at eighteen and two. Derek Lewis at twenty one and seven. It's very pretty much a pick up now on most books. Um, I think Blagoy might be a decent play here, to be honest with you. Derek Lewis has shown himself to be a non-combination throwing, one-trick pony, and it works 90% of the time. But, man, when it doesn't work, there is no saving him. Um, Blagoy has shown himself to have an iron chin, and I don't know if Derek Lewis is going to be able to send him into the shadow realm like he's done other people. I'm going to take Blagoy on a little sneaky pick here. Not because I don't like Derek Lewis, um, but I think Blagoy might be. I think Blagoy is a bad matchup for him, man. 
Uh, he's got a better gas tank, and I don't think either one of these guys are going to be able to knock the other one out. So it's going to be a, ma- a war of attrition that's going to go to the gas tank, and I think outside the first round, Blagoy has it. Blagoy 18-2, Derek Lewis 21-7. Blagoy wins this, Derek Lewis fights Greg Hardy after Greg Hardy beats Alexander Volkov next month. Vincente Luque taking on Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Even though Wonderboy is like 38 years old right now, I don't think Wonderboy is necessarily the best title for him anymore. But it is what it is. Uh, you know, man, I, I really think Wonderboy's got this fight. I don't see where... I mean, obviously, Luque's very crisp striker. You know, we've seen Wonderboy get rocked in the Woodley fight. We saw him get, you know, obviously sent into the ether in the uh, Anthony Pettis fight from a Superman punch. There is no doubt about it that Luque could knock out Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Minus 125. I think Thompson goes back to what got him where, you know, got him the title shots. I think he goes back to this idea of keeping distance, you know, in and out, in and out, using that karate style that made him famous. Go back to what you know works. uh, And he gets Luque out of there. I don't think Luque has shown himself to be a high fight IQ fighter. Uh, While a technical striker, he does not fight in a way that would definitely, uh, I guess you would say, favor his strengths, depending on the opponent. He just doesn't fight smart fights. And I think against a guy like Thompson, that can be just absolutely ruthless. Uh, That could be a very bad mistake. If Luke wins, though, I think he wins by knockout. I don't think he wins by decision. I think it's either Thompson by decision or Luke by knockout for that fight. Co-main event in the evening, Kelvin Gastelum taking on Darren Till. Darren Till got those visa issues fixed. He's making the 185 debut against Kelvin Gastelum. This is mismanagement at the absolute highest accord of the highest level. Darren Till should fire his managers and his handlers. This is a horrible matchup for him. Kelvin Gastelum is going to knock him out, and it's going to position him well for the winner of probably Israel Adesanya versus... um, Yoel Romero, that seems to be the rumor that's going right now since Paul Acosta's out. So Gastelum wins that, puts him in a holding pattern to see what happens there, see what shakes out with um, Costa. I think that Adesanya beats Romero, and then Costa comes back. Adesanya fights Costa probably nine months from now, and in that time period after Kelvin wins this fight, he fights um, Romero on the same card as a number one contender fight. And we're looking at Kelvin and Israel fighting somewhere somewhere around this time next year. If I had to take a shot in the dark, if I had to play crystal ball matchmaker. Um, BMF title main event, Jorge Masvidal, Nate Diaz, 20 and 11, and Masvidal, 34 and 13. You can get Nate Diaz at plus 125 right now, and I just think that getting him at an underdog price in a fight like this is a great it's just a great play. It'd be kind of stupid not to play Diaz. Um, my only question is his chin. Um, you know, he's been in some absolute wars. I watched back the, the Anthony Pettis fight. I think Pettis had him hurt in the first round. Um, obviously, breaking your foot is not going to go well as far as winning a fight is concerned, and then Diaz was able to capitalize on that. But I think Pettis actually had him hurt. 
And, you know, we saw, you know, obviously he was rocked. He's been rocked in the Connor fights, knocked out by Josh Thompson. Um, you know, he's just been in some wars, man. You go and get hit in the head so much, you know, your body just says, I don't want to do this anymore. So, um, Masvidal, if he can stay calm and composed, I think could probably win the fight. He's going to have to move more than I think he's going to though. Um, I don't necessarily know that his cardio is on point to keep the type of footwork necessary to beat a Diaz brother. Uh, you look at how guys like Ben Henderson beat Nate Diaz, and it was just a wrestle-heavy approach and just chopping leg kicks and everything else, and I, I just don't see Masvidal implementing the same game plan. Uh, I mean, he'd be smart to. I just don't see it. Nate Diaz, late stoppage. Um, wouldn't even be surprised if the thing goes split decision. Uh, so, yeah, plus 125 on him. I think Kelvin Gastelum's a bigger favorite. Let me see what that is real quick. Yeah, minus 250 over Darren Till. Um, featured prelim fight, want to talk about that real quick. Corey Anderson, Johnny Walker. I'm going to take Corey Anderson here just based off the wrestle-heavy approach, man. These wrestle, these guys that are heavy wrestlers are hard, hard-pressed to get out of there. Johnny Walker has not shown us more than five minutes of fight time. I think that if Corey Anderson can make it out of the first round, uh, it's his fight to lose, man. I just don't. You know, uh, we don't know what Johnny Walker has. I'm going to keep, you know, I need a body of work to go off of. You know, a quick win over Misha Serkinov, a quick win over Khalil Roundtree. Uh, it's just, they're too fast. I don't know what the guy can do, what he can't do. So if Anderson can go out there and stretch it past 45 seconds, what the heck are we going to look at? You know, what's that going to look like? Is it going to be something that's worth the minus 165 price tag we see on Johnny Walker? I'm going to take 135. Corey Anderson, I'm going to parlay that with Nate Diaz at plus 125 as well. And <laughs> excuse me, get to get a nice little parlay going together there. Uh, let's see. Makwan, I'm your Connie, Mr. Finless taking on Shane Burgos. I like Shane Burgos in that fight. Eben Shabazian taking on Brad Tavares. I like Shabazian. Andre Arlovsky, Yair Rosenstruck. Listen, I have been saying. Andre Arlovsky is chinny for years now, and I think that seems to be the general consensus with him. But man, it, it's unbelievable, you know, to think when the last time the the guy lost by a knockout, it was Francis Ngannou in 2017. Since then, he's fought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times, and has not been finished. That doesn't sound like a guy that's that's chinny to me, um, you know. I would go. I would venture to say that you know Yair Rosenstruck is in for a long night here. If uh, if Arlovsky can stretch him out, Arlovsky, you know, just this grizzled veteran. Let's let's say he can get it done. Stretch it out plus one twenty five. Uh, Arlovsky by decision there, or get Rosenstruck out of there with a with an after the first round TKO because he's going to be exhausted. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else on here really touching. Caitlin Chukagi and Jennifer Maya. Uh, not really, you know, not really sure what to go with there. Trying to avoid women's MMA lately anyway. Lyman Good taking on Chance Rencounter. Man, is this a sneaky good fight. Um, you know, Lyman Good looks like a, a superhero, and Chance Rencounter is just a – he is just 100% grit and sinew and will not quit and, and just – there to scrap and fight and just seems to be possessed by a strength and a, and a spirit that's not his own. Um, if 
if Lyman Good doesn't tap him out in the first couple minutes, Chance Rencounter, with his great wrestling pedigree, will win this fight. But Lyman Good is a monster, man. He is so good. Uh, he's either going to separate you from consciousness or snatch a limb off your body. Uh, you know, oh, man. I don't know. That's a tough fight to call. I'll probably end up just avoiding that one, to be honest with you. I'm not really crazy about the line. Anyway, it's a pick em. I I don't like that enough to go crazy on any one guy or the other. Um, so, yeah, Nate Diaz, uh, Kelvin Gastelum, Stephen Thompson, and uh, Blagoy, Gregor, Corey Anderson, Shane Burgos, Shabazian, Arlovsky, and uh, yeah, Julio Arce, Hakeem Dewadu. I'm just going to leave that one alone too. And uh, that should wrap it up. All right, guys, we're going to do an Instagram live with proper punches on Friday night. So that'd be November 1st, as in tomorrow. Uh, probably look for that around 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll be doing an Instagram live show where we'll be talking about all these fights in more depth with a little bit more parody to the discussion, uh, bringing in Trey from Proper Punches. But until then, guys, be good to each other. I'm going to drink some ginger ale. I've been out of work all week. Go back to the office tomorrow. All right, guys, take care. Be good to each other, and thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Like, subscribe, share, all that kind of good stuff. You know what to do. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.